0: Hey guys, welcome back to We Peek on Sundays. This is Joe. I'm Maxie. And today we are so excited. Maxie, please do the introductions.
1: Oh my God. I am so, so, so excited because two people are joining us today. Kira and Cashel from Love Island. Oh my uh, God.
2: Ah! Hello.
1: Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm so excited that they're here. Cashel and I went to college together and we've always stayed in touch. And I was so excited when I found out that he was going to go on the show. About five weeks ago, Joe came over and was like, Babe, I've been watching this show and I literally can't stop. I'm even like watching it at work. It's so addicting and it's called Love Island. And I don't watch any shows for the record except for literally Bachelor and Bachelorette because it's just like my guilty pleasure. And I went on family vacation and I binged the U.S. Love Island season over the course of five days. And oh, I'm so excited that you guys are here and I have so many questions that I need to know everything. I would love it if you guys could just introduce yourselves and make sure that everyone knows who you guys are, where you're from, and um, a little bit about yourselves.
3: Okay, <laughs> so my name is Cashel Barnett, at Cashel B on the IG. I'm from Sacramento, California. Maxie and I went to Fordham University. Go Rams. Uh, we, are, we are Ramily. I moved from the West Coast to the East Coast. And what's funny is after I graduated college, the first apartment I moved into with Joe Farrell of La La Lush fame, if you remember, Maxie. Oh, my
1: God. What a throwback.
3: <laughs> that was my – La La Lush was my college band, and we used to play – All the parties at school. Anyway, me and was like um, no,
1: like the hot guy in the band at school. So no. I still remember when I was yeah, 19, Kara. I'll tell you all the secrets. I
0: had moved back to Toronto and I came to visit Maxie, and she was like, "Oh my god, my friend Cashel, his band Lala Lush is playing tonight. I'm representing them for work. They're my first client. I'm so excited. Oh my god, Cashel's so cute. Was like, okay, let's go! <laughs> and then we literally had the it's best true. time.
3: Yeah, Maxie did rep us for a while. You got us some shows and did some, like, media packaging for Cashel
1: us. Cashel never knew what the fuck I was doing on any given day. We'd have calls, and he'd be like, okay, yeah, I like it all. you would be like, okay. He's like, you just go do some PR. Like, go do whatever you do. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Easy, crazy. <laughs> yeah.
3: Some things never change, Maxie. I, I know. like <laughs> We got back from the island, and they're like, okay, here's your phone, and you have 70,000 followers. And I'm like, oh, um, that was new for you okay <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: what i was thinking last week i was like oh my god he, i hope he figures out what to do with this right now i hope he figures out what to do with this right now but honestly i think that was the like i know this is not a word but i the funnest part of watching love island was seeing that you're like exactly the same as you've always been and it's just you and it was so fun to see it back so many years later and to see that you're just like Aww. such a goofball still and so sweet and that everyone loved you Because it was the same at Fordham. Literally everyone fucking loved him in college.
3: Mm-hmm. Everyone uh, loved him
1: in the of, Like,
0: How
3: old are you? I'm 28. Mm-hmm. Kira,
1: how old
0: are you? I'm
2: 22.
3: So here, let me, let me do um, Kira's intro. So after we graduated, Max, I moved to Harlem. And what's so funny, I was on 127 in St. Nick, and my girlfriend that I met on the show, a beautiful girl named Kira Green, (laughs) 22 years old, grew up in Harlem, didn't you? On Lexington?
2: Yeah. um, Oh, my God. Yeah, on 19th Street on, like, the West Side. So, grew up there, and I guess you were there for, like, several years while I was, I was there, I
3: was there for a year. So there is a possibility that oh, we could totally maybe cross
2: paths. Yeah. And
3: I, just kind of the way you and I are, I really assume we did. Like we must have.
2: Yeah, for sure. No, but I grew up there and then I moved to LA about a year and a half ago. Cool. And do you like LA?
1: What do you prefer, I, New York
2: LA? Oh, I mean, I love it. New York has always been home. So my family and everyone's there and I go back pretty often. But LA. It's just super cool. You know, it's, it's chill vibes. I'll the vibes as cash would say, like, it's just really chill. The weather's great and I do music, so it's the perfect place to be. For that. Yeah.
0: Cool. Okay. So you're both musicians. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And do you, do you like solo stuff? Tell the people what you're doing, what you're up to link yourself, all that good stuff.
2: Yeah. So I'm in a band called two and two green. Um, it's actually with my two siblings So we've always been making like music all together growing up. And then we signed a management deal and our manager was just like, you guys have to come out here. And we did like mostly, we started out like the subway growing up and just performing there and then got scouted for America's Got Talent. And that's kind of where we like kind of got our takeoff and people in the industry started to get to know us and stuff. Um, So then moving out to LA, it's just been fun. It's been like studio work and just connecting with different artists and, you know, being a creator out here is so awesome because everyone's like so open and down to just, create with especially like new talents and stuff like that so it's been good and i feel like that's also like how cash and i connected on love island was we just both love music and old school stuff and yeah i love, I
0: love that. that and mm-hmm. then cash what are you doing
3: um i lived in la before um but i moved back to la from sacramento in may and then we left for the island um in july but um I've been working with a band out of Sacramento called Christopher Fairman. Um, we have some dates in NorCal and then Portland and Seattle coming up. Um, we just did like a little EP studio thing, um, in San Francisco, um, a couple months back and we're going to go back in the studio, um, early 2020. And besides that, I'm looking for new projects down here, trying to check out the scene, um, so I've just been modeling and um, doing some like lightweight um, acting work, just kinda of building that side of things, because you know, when you're in LA you might as well Do
2: everything.
0: Do everything.
3: <laughs> um, what's up? you gotta
2: do it all, baby.
3: You gotta do it all, baby. Like and, a reality
2: show. <laughs> and funny
3: and funny enough, like I don't know, just Kira and I linked up on so many it's just like, oh, like you model, yeah, I model oh you you act, or you act oh you play I mean, music yeah, yeah I play like, music you're just like oh like
2: even how we both were like raised of being open-minded and just accepting people for them and just everything I feel like we were also raised very similar um which is households that were just very open with everything
3: it was like oh we're the same person oh, okay cool
2: <laughs> yeah no it was weird you're like on a reality show and you don't expect to really actually connect with someone and it was kind of just like immediate
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm yeah. literally crying right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. She happy all the time, literally. That's cool. Um, okay, so I want to know, tell us a little bit about the casting process. I'm super, super curious um, what that was like, because I think that the way that Love Island was, like, produced, at least from my end, and the way that it was, like, portrayed back to us from what I uh, what I hope, it seemed super real it- like there were times where literally they were showing something and two people were talking right, right beside you and we could hear the conversation. And I was like, I can't even hear what the people you're focusing on are saying because literally the other guys are talking. But that also made me feel mm. like it was just, you know, so genuine. So, what was the casting process like? I want to know everything. How many auditions? Compatibility testing? Like, do you think that they had, uh, like, did they have predetermined matches that they thought were going to like work in their head? Tell me everything. You think so? Oh,
3: I know so. Kira's nodding her head, but that's I'm not what was kind told of to of me. I your perspective
1: on this, if I'm being honest. Yeah. yeah. A girl. Yeah. A Kira.
3: No. Uh, <laughs> I'll just jump out the window, Maxi. No, so, I
1: mean. I'm
2: kidding. i
3: get it. I get it. I get it. It's
1: it. like, no truth right now
2: lay it on us I always lay out the truth that was my issue in the show (laughs) but um no there it was it was a long process honestly and they know everything about you for sure before you know actually casting you and I remember getting closer and closer to getting booked for it and they just kept on being like well we're finding your right guy and they just constantly were like asking me questions going more and more into details like the kind of guy that I would want to be with or person I would want to be with so they do I think very extensive work on who they're casting and it worked out for the best because like everyone in the show even if it wasn't like a relationship connection we all just became such a family and you do think with like reality shows that it's going to be fake and it's going to be this and that but everything was shown pretty accurately and it was very true to what was actually going on in there like yeah we live longer lives in there and it's 24 7 and it all has to be like put into a one-hour segment but I think they did a really good job of like finding people for others and like making those connections happen. And like I said, even besides relationships, like friendships and stuff. Um, but it was a long process it, for me. Like I know some people were going to castings for like a full year and they would like continue to check up on them. Mine was like over two months, but it was, it was pretty frequent of like being on the phone with producers and stuff like that. Oh, wow.
0: A year is a long time. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they did really well of like making all of those like relationships organically happen and like people that would mesh well together,
1: you know? Yeah. That was the craziest part, honestly, was like, and we need to talk about that. The fucking goodbyes, okay? They're the most mm. brutal things. And I'm like, oh my God. I, I don't know any of you guys, like obviously I knew Casual, but like, this is just like a show I'm watching on the beach on vacation. And I'm sitting there literally sobbing. (laughs) Like I just watched my get taken away and Uh, you guys guys all became such good friends. Tell like, tell us more about like the friends that you made in the house and like what's happening with those friends now post Island.
3: Yeah. Well, that was, um, well for me, like, you know, casting something that they all, that the producers asked me. And I mean, I, at first I was kind of reluctant to, I'm like, a reality show? Like, I don't know about that. I was actually... So my roommate, he got casted for... Or not casted, but they approached... He was approached about The Amazing Race. And he asked me to be his partner. So we went through the whole casting process for that. And we got first alternate. So if a guy guy group had had dropped out, they would have slid us in two summers ago. Um, And so I guess basically they, they were, you know, thinking about people. And because like I, we were lightweight on their radar, they, they thought, Oh, like casual, I remember him. Like he would be really good for this show. So then I got, I got an email like, Hey, would you be interested in this? And I was very reluctant to, to participate or even think about it until they were like, you know, you should probably just watch the show. So I watched the UK version and like all of a sudden I'm 10 episodes deep and I feel like I haven't blinked and I'm so excited about all these different people and these connections. And I thought, Oh yeah, this is my cup yeah. of tea. Like hang out, spill gossip all day. <laughs> you know, you get some girl time, you get some bro time. Like There's Maxie, so nice you know,
1: literally me,
3: literally like, dream. Like, <laughs> I'm not like let me just sit around, flirt, And like talk about, talk about that. That's
2: literally like (laughs) my favorite dude. Like, every single guy in there connected with him. He was able to like sit on all the girl conversations because every single girl, whether it was friendship or she had a crush, just like loved him. Cause he's just one of the easiest guys to talk to. But it was so funny because your best friend, I think in there is with my best friend, Alex, yeah. and, Dylan, Alex and Dylan. And it's just so funny that like your best friend is my best friend. And they're yeah. in, like in a relationship, but Dylan came in as such, such a bro. Such once a bro. Ca- like once again, like cash just meshes with everyone. And Like, they just became so, so close. And, like I said, for me, it was Alex. So, you know, we're doing double dates and all that
1: stuff. (laughs) I love love them so, so much.
3: They're the best.
0: Yeah, so Maxie gave me her Amazon Prime password so I I could watch all the episodes Yeah, I had to buy...
1: CBS access pass so that I could watch it in Mexico because I didn't have, like, a VPN. That's how addicted I was, okay? Yeah.
0: (laughs) So I'm... I'm literally binging these at work for the last two days, and it comes to the episode where Cash gets eliminated, and my coworker looks over at me, and I have my AirPods in, and I am sobbing. Uh,
2: that was definitely <laughs> when, the hardest. The hardest. Um, el- oh like, my you, you god! See it. If you look back at all the eliminations and or getting dumped from the house, that was the hardest. Like, is bawling.
0: Weston was crying. I was literally. Yeah. Shook. It was.
1: That was emotional.
2: <laughs> No, it was the most emotional one for sure. Just because... So I guess when
0: Cash was sent home and then Eric came to comfort you, (laughs) you were so over it. Like you could see like, and I'm the same... No, and I'm the same way. Like, it's just like, don't fucking come near me. What were you feeling in that moment?
2: So yeah, that that was super hard because with Eric, it was just a weird situation and that I don't think at that point was the right thing to do. I mean, him throughout the whole elimination and like cash leaving you could just see him like on the outside of the hugs and just not really knowing what to do and that uh, like that is an awkward situation but me and Eric were like that was so early on and it really takes time I think to know how to comfort someone in that time and also I'm just a crazy lady and was going through my own emotions so yeah I definitely was trying to be nice but I was just So not here for it, (laughs) you know, and actions speak louder than words. Like even at that point, I still was, you know, saying certain things, but you could just see like body language and how I was going about things at that point that I was just pretty much lost, you know, and realized that I like lost my person and felt stupid, you know, honestly. So it was hard for me. And then him coming in there, it was just like the cherry on top of like, I am so done with that, like this night in general, but, um, It was pretty much like after that happened. um, It it was just a dub for me with him.
0: (laughs) No, I literally, like the second he left, you go into a deep depression. Mm -hmm. I'm fucking sobbing. (laughs) I cannot control myself. My boss is looking at me like I'm a creepy
3: person.
2: (laughs) She's like, What are you watching? Yeah, I mean, leave me alone. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you see me in the bathroom. And like at that point, I didn't even know that they were going to show that. But i literally say to myself like i don't even remember it but i was like stupid bitch and it's just because i did the total like i said i did not expect to go in there and actually really really have the feelings that i felt and it was terrifying and i like self-sabotaged for sure and chose as you could say like the bad boy and then was like you stupid bitch like what the hell and
0: i'm in therapy for the same thing don't you worry
2: (laughs) you know like we've all been
1: there you know so it was just kind of a spiral after that point you know cash okay. when you got eliminated what was going through your mind about leaving
3: to be honest at that point i
1: was like, i was ready, I
3: was, ready. Yeah. I was like emotionally
1: you were done you yeah, we were you were drained
3: another thing is like and kira hates to talk about it but like w- we didn't talk for like 3 days and like, it is a very small space to not be talking to the person that you're falling for slash trying to get over in order to like, like, is like, Max, you know me, like, I, I wear my heart on my sleeve, but it's like, I can't control what's going on in this heart. Like, this is just how I felt like my journey I like so one day I just accepted I'm like I'm here for Kira that's what it is like there's no one else that's gonna walk through this door that's gonna blow my fucking mind like and and I just have to accept that like this is what's going on and it was pretty much a day or two after that that Kira was like well
2: I mean because he said all this and I wasn't expecting that that soon and I had you know I was feeling the same but that uh, for me it was it was just scary it was a scary feeling
3: right and i and i totally and then it. i pushed
2: back and
3: and it's like i couldn't like of course i wanted to be like all right cool like i'm gonna go like i'm gonna go flirt with these girls like i'm gonna make <laughs> and stuff or it's just like i'm like half ass flirting like because i don't care like I, i'm like this is have totally. Have to do though.
1: why do you have to flirt in that weird voice You have a voice. You you have
2: a flirt voice. Guys, but it works. Like, so many of the girls were like, I'm so into it. Like, there's something about him. And then they just started saying, though, that you just seemed emotionally unavailable. So it was a dub and they weren't going to do anything about it. But there's a certain thing that he does, but it it honestly works.
3: Me? What?
2: Come on. Come
3: on. Yo, what?
2: what? Yeah. Like,
0: America loves you for a reason and it's the fucking voice. (laughs)
3: What flirt voice? Really?
1: You're using right now. Maxie, now. Maxi, do an impression. I, I need to hear it. Yeah, let's hear I it. Can't. Let's hear I, it can't do imp- I cannot. I cannot.
3: Maxi has seen me. Maxi has seen me in all kinds of states. I've so.
1: all. Yes, I have. Yes. I have. <laughs> okay. I have another question for you guys. Couples that will last for a while. What are we thinking?
3: Cashel and Kira, um, <laughs> for sure. Are we we stand. In?
2: We fucking stand. Um, I think Alex and Dylan, I think, if Ray and Caro are able to situate their living, you know, because he lives in, what, Jersey? Yeah, yeah. Jersey. And he's going to school, I think, to be a dentist, so that's time. Right. And she lives out here in L.A. and has a very, you know, has a life out here, so. Right. If they can situate the living, you know, thing.
3: I honestly do think that Zach and Elizabeth will go on for a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. Because they, she seems... They've been hanging out. I mean, they just seem so whirlwind. I mean, Weston and Zach were really close. Like, they were super... They got super okay.
1: tight. I need Weston um, to, like, be his own moment. So...
3: Okay, but but ahead. the point being is, like, Zach, Zach's, like, this young kid, never left his hometown, and he meets this bombshell Elizabeth, who's, like, a model, um, successful, like... Marketing PR person lives in Manhattan, and it's like they kind of bring out these other things in each other that I I don't know. It it seems like they they've I think they'll be they'll be together for a while.
1: They vibe. Okay, next topic. Weston, just a great (laughs) like he is just a character. I feel like he is like um, a character. He is a well, character, for sure, yeah. Was he like everything he was on the show? What, you said, is he like that? Yeah, like every way that they showed him, is that how he is in real life? Oh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much him. Like, for sure,
2: sometimes things are, like, amped up, but, yeah, that's pretty much him, I that's, would say. Yeah. if any, Yeah.
1: If anything, it was like CBS, so I feel like sometimes... If, so kira are you still you still talk to weston now after the show i know that there was some drama
2: i mean are we as close as we were no but if he's around like i'm not the type to not say hi or anything like that you know i'm we're super chill and like we're all family so we're chill with that but are we as close now you know things yeah. are a little
1: strange that's what it is the series of events yeah a hundred percent i don't yeah. just be what it'll be. So Cashel, once you got back to LA and you left the Island, what was it about Kira that you couldn't shake?
3: Mm. So yeah. do this. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was everything. Mm. Um, <laughs> I honestly, so so. so
2: sweet. <laughs> when I got back,
3: I went through, cause like I said, like I was done. I was like, get me out of here. Like I'm ready to go. Like they, it, I knew when that poll came in, it was like me and Katrina are going to go. Cause we're in the friend couple. Um, and I was like, sweet. So I'm like, skippity skip into the plane. I'm like, "Get me the F off this fucking. island." <laughs> and I get back and I felt so empty, like so, 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 oh. so empty. And it was part because of, just everybody like we sleep in the same room and there's so many energies and Mm -hmm. like going on all the time and you get connected. We were so tight, but then also like I re like my body really resisted, like getting back into a sleeping pattern and all that. And I, that was because like I left my heart in Fiji, like, like even once I let, once I let go of like, okay, it's like my friends, whatever, love them. But like, I still can't shake. Like I watched every night because I'm like, what's going on with kira and and what's funny is like i gave kira that necklace not like i gave it to her as like a token of my love like like here's you know like i was just like i got to i got to leave something with this girl like she means so much to me and so i gave her that necklace and then i get back and i'm watching it and i'm like fuck i didn't mean to like this is like lightweight scarlet letter like fuck if she takes this thing off like i'm out like it's over. And so it, it was a, a, a point of anxiety after that. I was no, like, Oh I mean, no, like, like I, I marked her like, this is not no, what I meant it, to do. It, I it was been, like, this is bad. I was like, fuck, I fucked up. This is not good. But then she left it on the whole time. And no, like,
2: because and that Ooh. was just like, I already knew I had feelings, but so many guys in that situation, especially with me making that decision with like, what we had, and and getting you know freaked out and and doing that, and not talking to you for those several days. So many guys could have definitely gone about that in such a different way, or you know, and you, 100%. yeah. And he's just like he turns around, and it's just this beautiful human being gives me this thing and says the sweetest thing that like anyone's ever said to me in my life. And it's just like, in in that point, I was just like, what the hell did I just do? You know, honestly, and yeah, it was. He's literally just cash. And that's why so many people were felt so connected to him. And like I said, that elimination night was definitely the most dramatic and like hardest one for all of us.
1: Yeah. And then Kira, when you got eliminated, you had, did you have any idea
2: that he was there I
1: this once again, because he was so
2: smooth. And when I'm like on the phone, he goes like, what about now? Just because he's like smooth, but it seems like he was so, you know, staged, but I had no, no clue whatsoever. Literally when I was in the villa, all I kept on asking for was if I could call him. And obviously I wasn't allowed to do that, but I would just ask, ask, ask. So the second that You know, I got booted. I went out and they were like, well, give it a shot now. And I'm like, there's no way. He's going to hate me. And then he freaking shows up. (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: Insane. And then Cashel. Oh my God. What were you thinking on your flight to Fiji? I remember I like kept going on Instagram to check your stories like every minute because I was like, okay, he's giving play by plays. This is so amazing. I can watch this in real time. And that was the other thing about this show that I think is so crazy is like when you get eliminated, you're going home and you're able to watch it back as it's happening, right? It's not like bachelor and stuff like that. That's happening months after or weeks after. And then there's these scandals. It's like, No, this is like reality,
3: Reality. Mm reaction. Yeah, totally. It was like this. I was actually in Toronto doing a show called After Sun, which they have this like Friday night show that they gossip about the week. And um, so I'm in Toronto and I'm with the crew. We're getting drinks after and I get a call from CBS because that night was the night that Kira said the sweetest thing ever. And she's like, I want to see Cash when I get out. I want to like, pursue a relation with him. And they asked me to like, yeah, (laughs) live tweet or whatever, react about it. And she said what she said. And I was like, Oh shit! Yeah,
2: I didn't know you had a whole thing going on, on the outside. Yeah, yeah, Do not yeah. vote for Kira. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I was campaigning. I was like, stop voting for Kira. Like, send my baby girl back nope. to me. It
2: was wild. I was like being kept on oh, even in a friendship. So... so he got me booted. Well,
3: everybody wants to see you, girl. Like oh, you're good so. Lord. Everybody wants to see you. What's
2: what? So so. <laughs> that was a wreck at the end, literally. No, no.
3: <laughs> so so um, they were like, hey, would you? Want to fly back and surprise her, and I was like, 100% of course, like that is so me, like, uh, just, yeah, that is the most thing I've and, ever heard. Like, yeah, I was like, fly across, the, like, and every girl's dream. So, girl so, so <laughs> like, I flew from Toronto to LA and I got off the plane and I walked to the next terminal and I that got on another so plane, like, it was like that, like, there was no time in between, and I'm like, fuck it, dude, I got a pair of jeans and like like one extra pair of underwear and one shirt, like, yes, I will be there 100%. <laughs> um, I was stoked. I was scared as hell. Yeah. You, were, you
2: seemed terrified. I <laughs> was terrified. Cause I'm like, I'm so like,
3: like, I'm like, what, you know, what if she's not into it? You know, what if she, what if she pushes away? What if, what if she gets, yeah. What if it's weird? You know what I mean? But I, my whole, I mean, really just like mentality with life is just like, you know, take every moment as it comes and enjoy every second as to the fullest. And so I was like, you know, if she hates me, like, it's Why not like, I it's you. not like, it's not like she's gonna, you know, it's not like, it's not like it's going to be all that bad. Like at least I hope to at least have her as a friend and someone in my life. So right. regardless of if she like takes me back, like I'm still going to go for it. I think it was you know more I mean? of you
2: taking me back and not that. Come on now.
3: Well, that's the way I felt about it. Oh.
2: Oh my god! So, did you sleep at
0: all on that flight? Oh, I took back? like
3: five melatonin. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, not because think about it. This is the third time I've I've done this flight, and it's eleven hours.
0: I was just yeah. gonna ask you, like, it's eleven hours. shit. That's 11 I've of already, I've already
3: flown. You know, I'm on East Coast time, flying back. You know, five hours to L.A. and then immediately getting so it, you know I traveled that that round. I was traveling longer than I was on the island. And it's a three-hour drive. So once you land, we land in Natty, and um, the villa is on the opposite side of the island. So it's another three-hour drive.
2: Oh, my fucking God. That's I was (laughs) was like, I I could not believe that he had made that trip back out there. Like, that was wild.
0: Like, I... Await the day a man even drives 15 <laughs> minutes
1: for me <laughs> that <I> know, yeah. <laughs> comes that I'm, that like, I'm waiting for the text fuck the drug i don't even need the 15 minutes just someone to reply to <laughs> <laughs> uh, i have
3: another uh,
1: question okay. i have had so many i noticed there was no like hard liquor Except yeah. on nights that there were like parties, was that the deal? Mm-hmm.
3: There was never hard liquor. So, so there was Ever. never hard liquor. So in it's funny, um, Max, like even like Stavi Fingas, he hit me up and he was like, Dude, were you drunk on this one night? And I'm like, No, dude, I haven't been drunk in a month. Yeah,
2: everyone thought we were drunk, we were we were just like high on life. Like all we have is wine and but just wow. emotions were well, you emotions are at such like a height in there that you don't really need anything besides really? yourself and, yeah. you know,
1: the, the drama and just the conversations. Okay, let's talk about the hideaway. Like, is, does it, like, get steamy in there? Like, I think I think that everyone that went in there, like, just made out, right?
3: Um, that's not
1: weird <laughs> uh, Because that's, you know, what the 13-year-olds and their parents like
3: to see. Well, first of all, I just want to say I'm still mad that after Kira and I won— the the food challenge where we where I spit food in her mouth <laughs> and she's like oh, taking it yeah. like champ and we that was the grossest challenge and we won that shit and we didn't win a fucking thing I was I'm still pissed that
2: about happened it. the entire time though you didn't always get like a prize right but I mean in the hideaway you know things would happen for sure but They let those things be kept to the imagination of people, you know,
1: because those honestly think it was classy. I don't need to know that people are getting it on like a secret room that's like weirdly lit with like a black camera. Right.
3: right. (laughs) Well,
2: that's the thing. You're in there and you forget that there are cameras. Like right above, like our bed was always this camera that would and and, like move and you know, but you forget you're you're living your life in there. And after 24 hours, I really think anyone just starts to forget that there's cameras and you just. That's why it's so real. It's because you're just being yourself, you know? Yeah.
0: So did you guys watch Love Island UK before you went on the I show? I think I
2: was the only one that was like a huge fan out of like everyone in there that nice. I had watched every single... That's why I knew okay. every single like game that we were playing. Like I knew everything because I was such a fan of it.
0: <laughs> totally. So one thing that's in the UK version that was not in the US version that I'm so sad about is DBS, Do you remember, Kira, what DBS is? Doing bits? Is that what you're talking about? Yes, the Do Bits Society. No, I'm the only one who
2: says it. There's a clip of me, like, talking to, I think, Caro before she goes in. And I was like, "Oh, you're like, are you going to be part part of the like, doing bit society?" Of course, no. I would say it all the time, like all of those terms are getting like pied off. Like I would say it, and it just didn't catch on because no one knew what I was talking about. But it was like so big on the <laughs> UK version, you know. So I had to kind of be. I had I had to inform people on what those terms yeah, meant, but they didn't really catch on. You're
3: more hip than all of us.
2: No, I'm just I love reality TV, and that was literally like one of my favorite shows.
3: <laughs>
0: so <laughs> yeah, I'm like a
1: reality TV binger bravo cbs like any she's literally addicted it's insane but she turned me on to love island and i love her forever for that yeah it does hook
0: you what is the most important lesson you learned about yourself and about love and relationships in the villa
3: really good question joe
2: for myself not taking myself like too seriously you know like that's such a huge lesson in there is where Growing up it's always been like work work and being a certain type of person that I think everyone else wants me to be. So in there just with the games and being stupid and making those relationships and putting yourself out there, like just to not take life or yourself too seriously. And then I mean, relationship wise, I think it's the same thing of I've always been scared to put myself out there and, and get hurt and that's just not how it works, you know, it's it's part of the journey of putting yourself out there because you know what, you get in return can be so worth it sometimes. Stop looking at me like that.
3: <laughs> right, I'm I love that. Um, for me, we love that. For answer. me, that was a really good answer. What's crazy in there is like, yeah, you're mic'd up and there's a team of people watching and um, you go into the confessional and you might get asked a question in there, but regardless, just kind of the communal like vibe, like we all got so close. And I mean, shit, like, you know, all the girls got their period at once. Like, you know, it's like, we're all so connected.
2: Anymore, you, know, anymore. <laughs> you wouldn't notice that once again. Yeah.
3: So, so like the thing is once some information is, you know, collective consciousness, like being like, you know what, this is how I feel. Like I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to try and like act like I'm a tough guy or something like that. But just being like, this is how I feel and sitting in that and being okay with it is really what I learned. So I mean, kind of like what Kira was saying, I mean, just putting yourself out there and just saying like, this is me. This is where I'm at right now. Deal with it. Like, Because I'm dealing with it inside. So if, if you can't, if the people I'm around can't deal with it, then like I don't know they're not they're not here for you so you got to be here for yourself in order for people to be there for you you know what i mean
0: yeah i think like especially in like dating culture right now it's so polar opposite from what you're experiencing in the house you are experiencing human connection you are having to talk about your feelings and have real communication whereas on a dating app it's very like superficial it's like you can ghost them if you want to but literally you're saying we didn't talk for 3 days it's like literally a ghosting in the villa you know so it's it's <laughs> interesting <laughs> well
3: this. yeah i mean that's a good point too it's like i mean in so many parts in so many it, that has you know crept up in all of our lives so much. Like we can hide behind a text. We can hide behind, we can put forth anything we want on social media. But like, I think Kira and I are both out of place, especially with social media. It's like, like I was, I was curating my little like spiel about us becoming boyfriend, girlfriend yesterday. And I'm thinking like, this is so weird to be like putting this out there on social media. Like I would never do this in real life, but like, now that people have watched us become, you know, like watched us fall for each other and, and get involved, like, uh, I, you know, putting that out there, like just being true on social media, yeah, just all benefits, like, <laughs> just put yourself. I'm
1: so proud of you because I feel like it's, it's such a nice, it's so nice to see that you are doing that now. And it honestly is so different than what you would have done in the past. I feel
3: totally. Oh, yeah like social media is just so crazy. Our phone that having both, it's funny, Kira and I were both like, as soon as you get to the island, they take away your phone. And she and I were like, we were talking like one in the first times and we're like man I love not having a phone and then it's like I swear they heard us say that and then they gave us the phones like to receive the text and both of us were like fuck this man like <laughs> I do not want to have this thing on me at all and Kira kept getting in trouble for it because she would just leave her phone on the bedstand. <laughs> and so they the producers would start coming to me and they'd be like yo where's Kira's phone I'm like oh it's over there or it's, it's in the bedroom or <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's
0: so funny okay so all the pictures that you take on your phone in the house do they send those <gasps> oh to you you shit
3: go? you know what I mean we're waiting for them. we're still waiting yeah. for them that's right I thought about there's that there's a other lot day. though there's a lot and there's some really cute ones
0: <gasps> we're waiting oh yes. my
1: god you guys yeah. when they over. when
3: they come in we'll definitely we'll definitely put them up for you guys
1: so I have one last question for you guys I know it's getting late and I have to get out of the store. closet <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm literally going to send you guys a selfie from in a moment. Please, yes. do, please do. I'm pretty sure that yesterday I caught wind on Instagram that you guys may be boyfriend and girlfriend official. Mm-hmm. Confirm or deny, please.
3: Confirm. <laughs> <laughs> we've wow. been acting
2: like it already but i think this one was scared that i would get freaked out but yesterday we talked about it and yeah this is my boyfriend yeah
0: oh
1: my Yay. god I'm so excited yeah. okay so what is next I know that you guys are both living in LA separately or together. Separately. 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 Slow, okay, your roll, slow your roll. Slow your roll. We're taking our time. I know like so many being in
2: the villa, things move so fast, but obviously things are so different in the real of world. Course. I think it's just smart to take things slow, but I definitely feel like I scored. I get DMs all the time of girls literally being like, if you hurt him again, or just, you know, he's, he's just a great a great dude. So, I scored, but definitely taking things slow. And I mean, now, so people can, like, stay updated. We just made a YouTube channel I think a day ago.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I watched it already. I'm a YouTube addict. I already subscribed. it. That. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, that's all the thing. Right. Where can people find this YouTube channel?
2: I mean, it's on both of our Instagram pages. If you just look 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 up youtube.com slash C slash Kira Cash. It comes up. But the name of our channel is just
1: Kira Cash.
0: And they have a video up there right now. And it's so so cute.
1: You know what? Cash also scored Kira because you are amazing. And I am honestly just so excited and happy for the two of you guys. And I wish you nothing but the best. And when I come to LA, we'll have to get together and have drinks. We got to grab drinks for sure. Got to meet you.
3: Definitely.